tell, tell you about my boss or my job or both? Oh, I both, please. The more material, the better. <laughs> um, so I am now, as of actually just four days ago, started my new position at Stellar WP, and I am the Director of Community Engagement for Stellar WP, working with Hazel Kimpo uh, in the marketing department for Stellar. So what it's pretty you, cool stuff. In community engagement, um, what... That sounds like two cool words. What what it what does community engagement entail? Yeah, usually? so a lot of a lot of companies either call it community management or community or evangelism, and I just I wanted a better better words that would really talk about what it does. Evangelism sounds a little too churchy to me, um, based on my my own church background, and management just sounded boring. So I wanted something that talked really about what I plan to do which is engage the community more and be part of the community as Stellar. And so I'm working internally with our uh, our Stellar team. So we have right now several different, as you know, because you've been counting the acquisitions. Uh, we, we've got, we just had one today. So yes. I saw that counter got reset this morning. That's right. Um, but you know, Liquid Web has been doing some acquisitions of plugins and we uh, that's our seller brands, right? So all the seller brands are the plugins and the and i themes and themes that we've been um, acquiring over over time. And let's I guess we call it the software division, right? So it's not hosting; it's the software division, which includes i themes, Cadence, uh, Restrict Content Pro, Give WP, Iconic WP, Learn Dash, and the Events Calendar. So all of those are under the umbrella of Stellar WP, and I get to work with all those brands championing them to the greater community, being part of, you know, word camps and things like that, doing what I do with, um, you know, underrepresented in tech.com, doing what I do with poststatus.com, uh, Big Orange Heart, getting involved in word camps and helping the general community as part of my job, but also working internally uh, so that those the brands are working together on doing things and building community between them. So it's not all like cousins, more like siblings, you know, so that we're not like, oh, I see you once a year. But, um, you know, it, it's it's not like get out of the shower. It's my turn. But more like that happens in my family of, all the time, all the time. Right. Yeah. I tell <laughs> my wife, get out, <laughs> get out or I'm coming in and there's not enough I room have- for the both of us. <laughs> I have two showers and there's just me. So that's, a, Shh, I have the opposite problem. But Don't, don't uh, give me any ideas. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I get to work with the brands and, and, you know, we all get to be a big family together and I get to help promote them out to the community at the same time doing good within the community as well. Like, um, you know, Stellar is going to be sponsoring Big Orange Heart this year and doing things like that. And I get to just be part of, I actually am going to be on the organizing team for WordCamp Europe this year. And I get to do that during my work day because Stellar is allowing me to do that and sponsoring me through that. They got an inside person, right? And I imagine now it's going to get more interesting for community, um, people in your position and other in other companies because they you know with the promising unveiling of the in-person events back again in 2022 mm-hmm. then I, I I'm I have no idea but Birmingham being probably the first to do that I would imagine that Stellar or um, Liquid Web is already going to put their is already talking to people over there. I would imagine that everybody is, pro- including everybody, including Liquid Web's WWP. Now, Liquid Web is the hosting end of it, and Stellar WP is the is the family of 
plugins software. or service. It's, it's a software. Mm-hmm. So hosting and software. Then. Yep. Do you yep. s- we also have Nexus. So Nexus is our more of our managed WordPress hosting. And then Liquid Web is, is you know, this behemoth of this hosting company that we're all un- underneath them. So, yeah. I remember Nexus from like the early, earlier days of the WordCamp Miami sponsorships. The, Nexus is probably mm-hmm. older than when most people realize. So we're talking today about the job market, specifically yeah. the WordPress job market. Um, and one of the, I guess one of the segue questions from what we're talking about now into that is, the job that you that you have, you you you're a um, you're between the company and the community, helping facilitate that kind of relationship with the work. You know, everything mm-hmm. you just described, everything from work camps to everything else. Do you see that job? Is it just me, or is there more people, companies having at least one person on the team that that functions in that capacity now more than ever? Is that is that am, am I imagining that, or have there's always been a demand for this, or what do you what do you think? I know you're I know you just got a job. You just got this position. But <laughs> when you look around, does it does it seem like the companies are beginning to ask for this? Or do you see people maybe kind of hinting or inventing this a little bit and the companies are kind of latching on to it? Yeah, so I think that this kind of role has usually been um, embedded in other roles within the companies that that you see, and especially smaller companies, companies that are bootstrapping, things like that. It's, you know, it's the marketing director or somebody within the marketing team that's also charged with, with this kind of a job. The bigger companies with more to represent more people and perhaps a little more money to spend really need to invest in looking for those opportunities in a better way. And so you're starting to see more companies developing this role. Just like I, you know, I was the director of customer success for four years over at GiveWP. We were the first software company, the first plugin company to have a customer success team. And now I've counseled, you know, four or five other teams for sure on how to develop a customer success team. So we're seeing things that creep up into um, the job market because of the need of connectivity. Um, Customer success was how to connect between the company and your your customers, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing these types of evangelism positions are starting to become more common so that we can connect. It's more like a B2B than a B2C type thing. And so when you can connect to other companies, you can connect to the greater community and you will have one person dedicated to doing that, you have a much better opportunity to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening, as well as be able to be involved in more things. And, you know, for altruistic purposes sometimes, and for sales and marketing and, you know, recon positions and other ways, um, it definitely serves for both things. So we started this conversation, or I should say we started the conversation I was talking together this for this for mm-hmm. this episode about uh, I know that you have a pulse on the WordPress job market because I, is it every Wednesday? Every well, Wednesday on Twitter? Most Wednesdays. Yeah. It most is, Wednesdays. It, it's supposed to be, supposed You're to be okay. every Wednesday. That's okay. I won't hold you to it. We'll have our fat checkers check this out and we'll shame you later. It's but, sometimes it's Thursday. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shifting schedules and priorities. Boy, I know that well. Uh, yeah. So let's just say weekly, you do happen to find um, job postings on various WordPress and related WordPress related uh, companies and you retweet them. Yes. So I wanted to first get your get, get your opinion. You've been doing this for at least a couple of months, I think, right? Because uh, it's been over a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Time, time flies when, when it does when, when you're in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. 
apparently we all kept our calendars based on what work camps we go to. And when that stopped, we just, yeah, you know, like helter skelter. Um, you've, so you've done, you've had more than a year's worth of data on this. Um, at least, at least do, you know, repeating these, what is, what do you think the state of the WordPress job market is today compared to what it was a year ago in terms of, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I should say, uh, looking people, companies looking to hire. Sure. So if I can give you just a little bit of background of why I even decided to start doing this, it's because Absolutely. of that, right? Absolutely. Let's, <clears throat> let's, you're so, just knocking them right down. Go ahead. Over a year ago, during, you know, it was actually during the lockdown period of uh, 2020. I live alone. I have cats. They don't care what I do. I was having no visitors, obviously. Like kids, Everything was yes. on Zoom, right? Cats, kids, yes. yeah. Exactly. And so I was looking for projects and I had, I had to take time off because you had to use your vacation time, but I wasn't going anywhere. So I took an entire day and thought of what project could I do that would help the community and give me something to do as well. And WP Career Pages was born. So WPCareerPages.com is a basic, simple website with just a listing of as many career pages as I could find and think of, of WordPress companies and who have career pages on their website. So if you go to that, you're not going to find job listings, but you're going to find the places where jobs are listed. So you can look down that list and see, oh, that's a company I might want to work for and look and see what they have um, as far as job postings. That was just a simple way to give back to the community, help people find jobs, because I was seeing constantly people saying, I need a job. It's been this long since I've had a job. I don't know where to look anymore, kinds of things. But I was also seeing companies that I know saying, we have these openings, we can't find good people. And I thought, these people need to connect with one another. How can we get the people who need to apply to the jobs to find the people who are posting the jobs? And one of those was to do the WP Career Pages website. I didn't have the bandwidth to do what Post Status does, which is look, you know, list specific jobs, mm-hmm. but at least I could kind of corral the places where people could look. So I took that a step further and then every Wednesday started tweeting out a tweet thread of different jobs that I looked down through my list of companies and found interesting jobs and try to change it up and not do the same companies every week. And post specific jobs or links to the career pages or specific jobs that people were looking for, or at least list the kinds of jobs and then link to their career page. So like, um, you know, I would say, for example, um, you know, Automatic is hiring across all of their teams because they always are. Here's the list to apply at Automatic, right? Or I would be able to say, um, you know, GiveWP is looking to hire a support person and I could link to the GiveWP support or uh, hiring page then. And so I started to do that wondering if anybody would even notice or care and people started tweeting it and retweeting it and thanking me and people were finding jobs because I was showing them where jobs were available and on any given week that that tweet thread can have as few as 3,000 impressions and some weeks it has as many as 20,000 impressions. So clearly people are looking for jobs and, and we know from just the list of jobs that are out there that companies are looking for jobs. So it's really a matter of, you know, putting those puzzle pieces together, helping people find the jobs they can apply for that they are then a good fit for. 
take it one step further, you know, I start working uh, with with the team here at Post Status, and now I get to write about ways that people can actually go from step A, searching for that job, to making their resume better, making those interview um, opportunities better, learning how to interview well, and putting some things out on our blog to help people not only say, well, here's a person that needs a job, here's a job, but how do I actually portray myself you know, honestly, but better so that I can show really showcase who I am and make myself appealing to that company and not just look like everybody else. Mm. This episode of another wonderful post-status podcast is brought to you by Gravity Forms. Listen, a lot of sites use forms these days and you want to make sure you get a plugin that not only gives you a basic form, but it's reliable and it's expandable. And you want something that's easy and most trusted. So if you're in the mood for all of these things, then Gravity Forms gives you a solution for your WordPress website. Now it's packed with time-saving tools and features as well. So it doesn't skimp on the things that are the most important. Gravity Forms is the only WordPress form management plugin that you'll probably ever need. I'm a big fan of it. I use it myself on various websites. So stop losing valuable leads and grow your business with Gravity. Check them out at poststatus.com slash gravity forms. Do you think over the past year it's gotten more difficult, less difficult to hire in the WordPress space? I think that a lot of companies that used to be you know, it, Liquid Web, for example, used to have just a few locations. And in order to work at those locations, or in order to work for Liquid Web, you had to look, work in one of those locations. Physically. Um, physically. physically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that changed with the pandemic. And certainly a lot of that changed with the acquisition of teams that already work remotely. So they weren't going to move everybody who worked at GiveWP to Lansing, Michigan, for example. Right. So, so there's opportunities now to, since we're all really, most teams are now working remotely. You know, Yoast used to, you used to have to live in the Netherlands to work at Yoast and that's no longer the case. They have remote team members as well too. So the opportunities to reach out beyond where you used to be able to recruit from have gotten better. And with that comes some challenges too, right? So you have to learn how to manage a team. You have to understand how to interview team members that you may never meet face-to-face. And that's different than the way business used to work, even uh, technology business, right? So things have, have grown and morphed and changed a whole lot. And you have to hope that the person that you see uh, on paper and the person that you meet on a Zoom call mm-hmm will actually be the person who shows up every day because when you can't physically see somebody sitting at their desk every day, it's a different dynamic. And so I think it's become more challenging in some ways. I think it's opened up the opportunity to get more applications because people can apply to work remotely. But I think it's just a different dynamic and a different set of um, evaluation tools that you need to have as you're meeting with people and talking to people to find the right fit. Because fit within a company makes a big, huge difference. And fit remotely versus fit in person is also a different thing. So what I don't you, know if that answered your question. but What you said, though, did resonate with me in terms of when it comes down to trust. Um, mm-hmm. Because when you are working with remote, whether you're new at it or you've been doing it for some time, um, there, there is 
a part about you knowing what technically is required to fill the job. So I'm a developer primarily. So that's, you know, you can list off, you know, you can share on GitHub or you can share various projects and referrals and all this stuff that shows that you've been, you've been involved in these projects. A lot of times, a lot of the people, it seems like um, that um, get hired or these days get a choir hired. It seems like it, that's, you know, they didn't even ask mm-hmm. for it, but boom, you're now got a different boss. Um, you can almost um, prove a little bit that you have these particular set of skills and now, you know, but, it, but there's also the other side of it. It's the personal side. So like you said, will you show up in and do reliable work? What would be, what's the best way to try to convey more of the trust aspect to people that are looking for jobs? Um, excuse me, I correct myself. The person that is looking for work, they want to get mm-hmm. hired by people. They want to convey, mm-hmm. I'm a trustworthy individual. Now, mm-hmm. besides, I you know you'll say referrals, but that's great. But like, what, what, are the, what are some key ways when someone submits an application or reaches out to somebody that they can start to convey that level of, yes, I have the technical skills, but you can also trust me to show up every day. What would you, mm-hmm. how would you respond to something like that? So a lot of it's going to depend on the body of work that they have, right? So if somebody's brand new and they are looking for their first developer job, there's going to just have to be that blind faith that comes in a lot of ways. Uh, Yes, you can look at somebody's GitHub. Yes, you can look at a portfolio of um, school projects and things like that. And that's those people are definitely where those referrals are going to become in way more important than somebody who maybe is tried and true in the industry. So uh, if, if it's somebody who has a body of work that, you know, it makes it a lot easier. If you can look at social media, for example, how involved is somebody in the conversations that are happening? So if you're trying to get a WordPress job and I go and look at your Twitter and your Twitter is, you know, contributing to the greater conversation about what's happening in WordPress and understanding some of the things and talking about some of those um, developer things, or you're talking about customer success things, whatever your, your niche is, then I have a better idea that you're somebody who's committed to not only the company that you work for, but the industry as a whole. So there's a lot that there's just a lot of nuance. And sometimes it just comes to that vibe that you get when you talk to somebody and whether or not they're the right fit. And then also, you know, being able to say, after three or four months, this isn't a good fit and I need to look for somebody else and this is going to have to be goodbye. And that's not an easy thing to do, but sometimes it, sometimes it comes down to that or to be able to say, this isn't a good fit. I need to leave this place. I thought I was going to be a good fit for you. Clearly this isn't something where I'm happy. Yeah. And so I'm going to keep looking. So, you know, to I'm, be able to understand that it, it works both ways. I, I, I've, I've experienced that firsthand too. I have a very deep, rich um, job ex- job adventure, uh, most of it being freelance, but I, I've worked for maybe one or two WordPress companies and just mutually beneficial. Uh, it was mutually beneficial in some other companies where we mutually agreed we weren't the right fit. Um, mm-hmm. Going back though, for the people, um, what, I, what I've, the, the, boy, this will be edited out, I'm sure. Um, there's so much I want to ask and it's scattered all over the place. So I'm putting it in the right order. So what I've been hearing um, from back channels um, is that um, especially maybe, maybe it's something that has to do with all the acquisitions, but Mm -hmm. um, some companies can't find WordPress, maybe WordPress folks, especially developers fast enough. 
Um, mm-hmm. They are, there's, and I don't think it's a mystery or something I would need to prove extensively because you can look on a variety of larger WordPress agencies or plugin companies and you can see probably a couple of listings at least for developers of their various teams. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, I have not looked at Stellar WP's thing at all, so this has nothing to do with them. But um, I'm hearing a lot of chatter about people, um, companies not being able to find uh, like enough people, like enough developers. Mm-hmm. They're always looking for them, mm-hmm. all, like with WordPress experience. Do you think that's the case, or do you think it's just just they're just looking at it from their own perspective? I mean, is is it think- really a big crunch right now? You think? You know, I I think there's a lot of factors at play. So I think it depends on exactly what they're looking for. One of the things that's been interesting to me as I look around is I see terminologies changing a little bit. So I'm seeing a lot of um, calls for engineers now as opposed to developers, but it's really the developer positions that are being filled with engineers now because they're looking for people who code, but don't call themselves developers. Why? And so the idea... Mm-hmm. Why? Why is is there a distinction, I think or is it's, it just a label change? I think it's a label change that's trying to appeal to a bigger audience, so that they're looking, they're trying to recruit outside of people who think of themselves just as WordPress developers, hmm. um, and looking for people who might have coding experience that that are um, platform agnostic, let's say. And I think also that there's, a, I think there's been a move, and, and I'm not speaking for any particular company, especially not my own, mm-hmm. but I think that there's. seriously um i've seen a move where people are starting to um, identify how much they're worth and i know that not every company can pay what developers and other people think they should be making and so i think that sometimes there's a disconnect on what somebody is trying to command as a salary and what companies are either willing to or able to pay as a salary and so that fit sometimes comes in along that um, or they really want somebody with a lot of experience and they're not willing to look at the people who are, you know, junior devs right out of school kind of thing. So I think that there are a lot of developers. I think there are a lot of positions, but I think it's, it's that we're having difficulty finding the right people into the right jobs. Speaking of pay, do you think the WordPress mm-hmm. industry as a whole pays, I was going to say fairly, but that's really objective. Do you think the WordPress, um, industry as a whole could be paying more to, to, to for 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 a variety of positions do you think um do you think people in certain types of positions in the wordpress community might be getting underpaid compared with the rest of the industry i i have to honestly say i haven't done any research so i can only speak anecdotally from what i've heard from other people um and that is that more people want to make more money and think that their companies should be able to do that for them um, I think that sometimes people fail to take into account how much it costs to run a company. So it's not just mm-hmm. a matter of what does our revenue look like divided by the number of people working here. True. There's a lot more that goes into it than that. Um, and I also think that people forget how much money goes into R&D to be able to develop new products. So, you know, you know, if GiveWP never at, developed any more add-ons, we would still be sitting with, you know, the five original add-ons. We wouldn't have more things as part of, you know, we wouldn't have just developed peer-to-peer. But when you take a year and developer time to develop that, that's not actually income. That's oh, just that's R&D and development, you know? Yeah. So a lot more goes into it than what people think a company should be able to pay. But do you think that's, 
do you think that's that's impacting the word the specific WordPress job economy at all? Be, uh, or you think it's just it's it's um, it's benign the right word? I don't know. If I had to guess, I would say it's probably not just WordPress. My guess is it's probably internet mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, I don't know if Microsoft developers working on you know, the next version of Word or right. yeah, anything. I mean, well, aren't, aren't, but aren't WordPress developers also PHP developers and JavaScript developers. And, you know, I mean, it's, that's a whole it, other it, conversation. I'm going to get a bigger I cup know. of coffee for <laughs> But 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 seriously, if you if you think about you know other platforms for things like non-internet, let's say non-internet specific, um, and, and we're looking at bigger companies that have a better um, corner on the market, so to speak, as opposed to open source, right? So open source brings with it a whole set of different problems and or challenges, I should say, as opposed to problems. But also, we're looking at a global economy. We're looking at hiring people literally around the world as opposed to just in our local uh, in a local area. So, you know, are, are we paying people who are working for us out of India the same thing we're paying somebody who's working for us out of L.A.? where the cost of living is, you know, incredibly different. And and what is the disparity there? I mean, there's so much that goes into this conversation yeah, that I don't, I don't worry, think I'll, there's one answer. Okay, that'll be part two later on. So I've got two questions left for you. One, okay. one is, um, how important do you think it is um, for people that are, ju- that are trying to get into the WordPress, trying to get a WordPress job, where, you know, get, mm-hmm. their, get their both feet firmly into the WordPress job ecosystem, mm-hmm. you know, start, you know, get into that giant washing machine of, Okay, now I'm in. Now I'm just spinning around in the next couple of years. Who knows? I might be going to this company or this company. One of the tactics that I found I've encouraged, um, I don't know what my like my teenage daughter is going to be doing eventually, but I encouraged her one of the things that you can do to prepare yourself for jobs in general is to be more active in the community because very often when you're young and you, especially if you fit a demographic or you're just young, period, you know, you can be on stage and be visible. So being a part of like speaking at work camps, for example, is one part of that. Do you mm-hmm. think, do you think that's an advantage or, or, um, because some, you know, you think if someone walks in and says, I would like a WordPress job and someone says, well, have you spoken at a WordCamp? That could get you on somebody's radar. Do you think that really makes a difference or do you think companies really look for that stuff? Or do you think it's just, you know, you're doing, uh, is there any, when it comes to getting a job, do you think that's time that anybody should be thinking about? So it depends. My answer to almost everything is it depends. If you're sure, looking I'm for a developer, a job I say it all the time. If you're looking for a job as a community engagement specialist, then I think you better be pretty visible in the community. True. Um, if you're looking for a job as a developer, I think that that's a lot less important. So it just dep- It really depends on on what position you're looking for. I built up the customer success team at GiveWP, and I had to hire somebody who was going to be working on subscriptions. So talking, you know, working with customers on refunds, working with customers to recover accounts. Um, you know, helping them re-log into their account. That person did not have to have any WordPress experience. They didn't have to do any of that, but they needed to understand accounting. They needed to understand how all of that part worked and they needed to have the right kind of a demeanor to be able to talk to customers and ask them for money. And so I didn't hire somebody who had any WordPress experience. You know, he's learned it. He understands how to work around, um, you know, EDD and all of those things and in Stripe and in PayPal and the things he needs. But he had zero WordPress experience. Um, 
you know, I hired somebody who was coming into customer success. They had a tiny bit of WordPress experience and no, um, no community experience at all, but now they do, right? Because they've had the opportunity to do that. So it depends on the company and what kind of a chance they're willing to take on you. Depends on the kind of a job that you're looking for. And it depends on what your demeanor is for the job you're applying for. So my best advice is always get to know as many people as you can. So ask questions, take people out to coffee virtually or otherwise. Um, find out if you want a job that's not a job you've done before, you need to talk to people who do that job or know about that job so that you can prepare yourself to be the person that you want in, in any role that you're applying for. Uh, networking, networking, networking. So I wrote an article for us recently about the power of being part of a community, whether that's a paid membership or not, like post status and being in our Slack community, but getting around, talking to people, taking opportunities that you can, especially if you're in a Slack community, you're on Twitter, it doesn't cost you anything to ask questions. Uh, not everybody's going to answer them, but you can still ask questions. And a lot of people will give you advice right off the, off the bat. We all like to give our opinion. Yeah, if we I need share to give my opinion quickly. We, if, yeah. I'm going to give you my opinion. We right? overshare, um, if anything. Yeah, I, I exactly. Well. If you want to take somebody to coffee, I've had people here in the in Rochester um, either offer to pay for my time, or buy me a meal, or take me to coffee, whatever. Oh to yeah, pick I'm my cheap. brain about T this, that, or the other. You buy me coffee. any? Yeah, you buy me food, <laughs> and boy. You. Yeah. I had somebody. I was like, oh no, just come to my office, and then they sent me a, a gift card to Starbucks afterwards, and I was like. This person knows the way to my heart. Coffee is involved. But uh, but seriously, you know, I have people DM me. I always like I always say, if you ever hear me do a presentation, I said my DMs on Twitter are open. I'm happy to serve as a resource. I'm not going to meet for people with people for hours and hours. I do have a day job, but I will 100% point you to the right resources. Um, I do coaching on the side. I help people uh, grow in their business and you know, do resume development, things like that. There are lots of people who do. Um, and then also make sure that you understand how to interview. If you can do some mock interviews, find somebody that doesn't know you well, who will let you, you know, mock interview for a job with them, do it. Get some experience so that you feel comfortable doing those things. And read our blog. Read our blog, listen to our Get what, Hired podcast. A lot of good information. I was about to there. ask that. What would you like to share um, how people can find you in the Get Hired um, program? Yeah, go to poststatus.com. It's right in there. There's a get hired right at the top. Um, Courtney and and uh, Corey have been doing some great stuff with the Get Hired podcast. Um, I'm going to be joining Courtney doing that going forward. We're going to have some good interviews in there. And also on our blog, if you go to poststatus.com, click that news button and you can find all of the different blog posts. Smash that news button. I know now I sound like a YouTuber. Smash mm. that news button. Uh, scroll down and you'll find the different articles that I'm writing about how to help you get hired in the word in the WordPress space specifically, but in technology in general. And in the meantime, you can um, always check in with Post Status Slack. We have there's a there's a gig channel, and there's lot like Michelle was just saying. There's lots of um, there's there's probably a channel there that fits more according to the market that you think yeah. that you are in. Whether it's market, whether it's business or yeah. development or you know soft skills, whatever whatever it takes to um, you know just yep. you know wave your hand and say hi, and then it you know the person that you see and you know, we you know we got a lot of nice people in post status. A lot of those people work for companies that look for uh, people who want to work for them. And it's nice yeah. to see a name in post status that makes some friendly chitter chatter be associated with a name on a, on a resume. And you almost kind of know them a little bit. Mm -hmm. So 
agree. You know, it's interesting. I did a po- I did a poll on Twitter this week asking people how they find found their last slash current tech job. And over 50% of the people said it's because they knew somebody at the company or they knew somebody who could connect them. Um, more than finding the job on a posting, seeing the job on Twitter, things like that. So it really does come down to knowing somebody. Yes, you have to know that the jobs are available. Visit those um, job boards, watch for those kinds of things, but then look to make connections with people that you know who work for those companies or do similar jobs so that you can learn all you can before you apply. Be all that you can be. All right. Well, Michelle, thank you very much. I'm not going to change my job today, but who knows? I might be (laughs) calling you back later for more some consulting advice. Where can people find you in particular on on the web? Yeah, the best place to find me is on Twitter at Michelle Ames, or you can find me through uh, post status, or you can find me on my website, which needs a lot of work, worksbymichelle.com. You might be able to hire somebody for that. Anyway, thank you, Michelle, (laughs) very much. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Been nice. Thanks.